You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. Carol Danvers, prodigal child of the Milky Way. Nick Fury. My favorite one-eyed man of intrigue. How goes it out there? Uh, you know, cold, no air, space. Annihilator. You took everything from me. And now I'm returning the favor. What is happening to me? She's entangled our light-based powers. So we switch places whenever we use them. Strong theory. You can absorb light. I can see it. And Kamala. Who's Kamala? Hi. She can turn light into physical matter, which I have never heard of. I could totally show you. No! Table of Awesome Higher, Further, Faster, Baby. That is not the name of our show, but that's what we're calling it tonight. Um, I'm Quinny. Uh, who are the rest of you people? Yeah, I'm Peter. Never goes we're just gonna. We're, I'm just gonna jump in and say I'm Peter. Well <laughs> done, Peter. Hi, I'm Jill. Hi, and I'm Dion. 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 <laughs> About to star in my own Marvel, Marvel, Marvel TV show, 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 show. Echo, echo, echo. Oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I can, I can yeah, see yeah. why it went through rewrites. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, uh, harsh Ooh. but fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing this evening? What aren't we doing? We're talking about okay. Marvels. The, what, the what? We're talking about Marvel again. Oh, uh, you mean the Dead mm. franchise? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, because up, up until very recently, I was I was not having a good time. Oh, yeah, I gotta yeah. say, some of these TV iterations are really missing a mark. There, there have been some pretty serious hit and misses all over the shop, and yeah. sometimes within the one series, there have been hits and misses. Mm, like, case in point, what? Loki. Yeah. Yeah, I which... didn't enjoy Loki until the final episode, and that wasn't because it ended, but because they kind of left all the good shit until the end. Would you yeah, say that was... you were low-key disappointed? No. Ikea disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest. I was Ikea disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was disappointed, but Swedish. <laughs> I was sad with two umlauts above the A. <laughs> disappointed? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know um, what we're doing apart from murdering languages. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's, that's okay. Oh, um, and but... don't even get us started on Secret Invasion. Oh, because Jesus. that was not even worth a review. Well, I, I mean, just that that everybody just... has has basically just dismissed Secret Invasion so <laughs> comprehensively <laughs> that this film even ignores that it exists. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did actually um, quite Peter, enjoy I liked that. Your theory on that. What was my theory? I can't remember because I only watched one episode of Secret Invasion and then I got angry and refused to watch the rest. Oh, fair yeah. enough. You said maybe it was released out of sequence. Um, <laughs> I was surprised that I wasn't more confused given like lots of 
elements from Secret Invasion were in there, and yet I understood what was going on. Yeah. Sure. Surprising that. Honestly. It's like we don't need the supplemental TV stuff. <laughs> yeah. I honestly looked at that and thought, actually, it'd probably make more sense that Secret Invasion, the series, happens after this. Um, because yeah. there's so like there's so many scrolls and stuff like that in this, and you'd think at some point in time, maybe Nick Fury might mention something about all of that shit that happened in that series, but no. Nah. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm actually kind of loving the Marvel Cinematic Universe now because it's actually making me feel like the times when I was reading the comics and I just yeah. and I just couldn't be fucked with a whole bunch of thing. Like, you know, there's you scrolls. You have that little writer's note in the corner with an asterisk. It's like, check mm -hmm. out this issue, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 yeah, in yeah. this series. And it's like, yeah. how This would it? make more sense for you if you went and watched this, I mean, bought these other comics over here in this thing with characters you don't give a shit about because of scrolls. And you're like, yeah. maybe. I'm <laughs> you know. I will just... take this as it stands. Thank you very much. Sure. Yeah, I mean... And, and then it doesn't it also has that thing of like the big crossover events where it's like when when it does a big crossover and you do buy all of the issues of that crossover it's great it's cool you know <laughs> is all it? that good shit well i don't know is it though <laughs> i mean we haven't had a proper big crossover since endgame like everything yeah, oh, else has in been the back film. to single issue fl issue floppies Except for the TV shows, which is just like a limited <laughs> and series big run. Big floppies, let's be honest. Yeah, some of them are very floppy. Uh, Peter, do <laughs> not you understand? A trade paperback amongst them. Peter, 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 do you understand what we're talking about here? <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> you look confused. It's like, like, in terms of your crossover comic book knowledge, how are you faring with that stuff? I mean, I, I don't have a lot of crossover comic book knowledge, but yeah. I like to think that I have been like chatting with you guys enough about this stuff for long enough that you don't oh, have yeah. to explain comic book crossovers to me. Well, I'm just concerned. I need some guidance here because like, are you just bored or is it, <laughs> <laughs> is it confused? And I'm just checking just, in. Either way, just, it's fine. There's no wrong answers here. Waiting for you to get past the stuff that I can't speak to and onto the stuff that I can. Like, well. you know, as usual, I oh. just had so little skin in the game for this and I was just excited to see a movie, like, oh. which is a nice way to be able to approach it, I think. Sure. And I also, I, I note, Peter, that you're not a middle-aged man with a neck beard, so you went into this with a fairly open mind. <laughs> hey. I mean, yeah. I also um, went into I'm this like with an open mind. And no, I no, have no, a neck know. beard. Do you have a neck beard? Yeah. Your beard's not on your neck. Yeah. No. I shave it off every now and again when I've got to be on camera. <laughs> but in the meantime, the hate just comes out. <laughs> I, As per usual, even after, you know, the, the first Captain Marvel film where, you know, there was all of the usual fucking disappointed, angry men who decided that the film that wasn't really for them wasn't for them and they were angry about it mm. now we're back in exactly the same position again with a film that is uh starring three powerful amazing women um and is full of action and full of good shit and the same neck bearded dipshits have decided this film's not for me <laughs> and therefore it's the yes. worst thing that's ever existed Oh, seriously, exactly. you, you can't expect them to watch an establishing movie based on a female character then have to go and watch another television series based on a female character to come back in order to understand the sequel to three female characters. Uh, but at least they had Nick Fury to talk to. And what's more, 
we have to go and watch a series that's about a female young character who's also a Muslim. God damn it. Well, how shocking. Yes. So anger. <laughs> so anger. So anger. Yes. But it was fine. So like, I like yeah. the first Captain Marvel film and I like the uh, Marvel, sorry, Miss Marvel TV series. You know, it was different and nice and fun. And then the, this one came out and I was like, oh God, I'm so mar- over Marvel. Like I'm, I've reached my peak Marvel limit and I was not expecting anything out of this. And you know, I was just pleasantly surprised because yeah, I laughed a I lot. Was- and I thought I was feeling that fatigue, eh? Yeah, mm. the fatigue, eh? especially having yeah. just like, sat through Loki and then and also Secret Invasion and there's a whole bunch of other things. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake! Just like Ant Man was quite disappointing, and Love and yeah. Thunder was not great. There so, have been a lot of kind of ho hums and misfires and not quite rights. Sure. For a, a year Since and a bit Endgame. now. Endgame. Yeah. Well, there have been some great things since Endgame too, like. I thought mm. WandaVision was great. Um, oh, God, that came out after. Yeah. 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 So I thought WandaVision was great. I really liked Hawkeye. Um, mm. I really enjoyed the first season of Loki. Yeah. You know, there, there are high points throughout. Mm. And then you've got a few fairly hefty low points. Yeah. I mean, what kind of forever kind of wasn't? drag the average down. What kind of forever wasn't forever? Oh, um, yeah. You know, like oh, all yeah. of these things that came in about this, you know, it was just kind of like, ah, oh, that was a weird phase. But this one was kind of like, well, this one was fun. Like, mm. this one was just fun and yeah. nice. And the characters felt nice and everyone around them. And it was built like a comic book. I was like, great. And it was fast. And, 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 and am I wrong or is this stuff not kind of supposed to be fun? Absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like this, well, I feel like this brought us back to early Marvel movie days where everything was fun and joyous and you've got a kick out of it going, oh, my God, that happened, this character, oh, they're together. Yeah, and yeah I'm like, oh, we're back. Yeah. I was almost out. I was like, oh, fuck this, I'm getting bored. And then it all got me back in with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Shall exactly. I tell you what it's about? Please do. Uh, sure. Would you like some music, some mood music to put you in the mood for this one? Yes, please. Yes, really? Okay. Uh, this will only make sense to people who've seen the film. <laughs> okay. Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, has reclaimed her identity from the tyrannical Kree and taken revenge on the Supreme Intelligence. However, unintended consequences see her shouldering the burden of a destabilised universe. When her duties send her to an anomalous wormhole linked to a Kree revolutionary, her powers become entangled with two other superheroes to form the Marvels! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the one thing that I will say about this is, like, the main kind of premise of the plot is very wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey. It's like, <laughs> don't think yeah. too hard about what's happening here. Just go with it and have some fun. <laughs> yes, and that goes for you too, Austin. <laughs> I, oh, thank you, Casper, subscribing like the, the submachine gun that he is. Um, yeah, it, it is wibbly wobbly timey wimey, but it's also like it's such a simple premise that you're kind of like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, 
not you know? only complicated and we don't need that anymore and the, the the villains kind of arc for what they're trying to do you're like oh yeah that's relatively simple i understand what's going on here that's fine yeah. i guess yeah. i mean it has a little bit of heavy lifting to do in the if you don't know where the characters come from like did a lot of exposition at the start Yes. So if you weren't sure, if you hadn't watched Ms. Marvel or you hadn't seen WandaVision, you're going to get caught up on who Monica and Kamala are. Mm. And I, yeah, that was clever. They didn't spend too long ruminating on it all. They did a little bit of showing, not too much, just telling. And yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. You, you basically, I, like, I do, you have to respect your audience even to a certain extent to just go, just catch up. Like, it's yeah. fine. We can do this quickly. Like, yeah. yeah, A, B, C, D. We don't need to show a origin story every time when we go into it, especially with Marvel these days. You know, like, it's not like you have to explain what a superhero is anymore. You can just no. open a movie and go, hey, this kid got bit by a spider. Anyway, off they go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, I know for a long time the argument has been that watching Marvel films uh, requires too much prior knowledge, like that you have to have watched X, Y, and Z to really mm. understand what was going on in and to get the the depth of what we're talking about. And I think this one could very easily have been a, uh, a prime example of that because, mm. you know, two characters from totally different TV shows that haven't appeared in any other films or anything like that. Ooh, okay, that could be a tough one. But I don't think it suffered from it at all. No, because the characters are nice and fun and they feel mm. like they're having fun and you just want to have fun with them because they're not dark and brooding. I don't need to know the backstory. It's not like Batman where I have to be like, why do I care about this Batman and why he's dark and brooding, which is why the Batman kind of worked. This one was just more like, oh, all these characters are actually having fun. I want to have fun with them. <laughs> Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. We're allowed to. Oh, this family <laughs> likes each other. Amazing. <laughs> you know? Oh, like everyone's just trying to do good things. Lovely. And I, I think a lot of that comes from the energy of Iman Vellani. Um, like what yeah. she comes in with is a whole bunch of fucking yay. And the hmm. film is immediately kind of like, oh, right, yeah, cool, sweet. Yeah. I mean, you can tell to... that she just wants to be there and is so grateful for it and is having the best time. Absolutely. But also, like, they set the tone with her animated, like, um, storytelling and stuff like yeah, that. That, that I was really like, cute. this is nice. And it's really kind of, it's a good introduction to who she is and why she is the way she is. Yeah. And I, I love that. I thought that was a, because also, nicely hearkening back to the elements of the series yeah you know, the, and if you animated. haven't seen it you get an idea of what she's about yes yeah. yes mm. absolutely <sighs> Pete, what did you enjoy about it i look it was fun like we all saw it together we all laughed out loud in in lots of spots it doesn't Maybe. take itself too seriously um, no. The action sequences are super clean and tight and um, the, the the kind of things that kind of like as a little like film nerd, if not a comic book nerd, makes me go, yay, clever and well done, yay. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, something a little bit different to, to what you've seen before and, and super well executed. Um, mm. Kind of makes you want to go see the film again just to see a couple of scenes that I just mm. thought were, like, super fun, um, really fun ideas, like, well carried out. Um, and mm. it, it just, I it just like, it doesn't take itself too seriously and the characters are fantastic, um, you know. Like, Kamala is just such a likeable character. I really enjoyed this Marvel. Um, mm. I, I love that they kept the family element um, yes. that was really one of the things that made Miss Marvel for me uh, and brought it into this film in a really clever way. I loved that um, we had Nick Fury but not in, you know, a, an overpowering way, just doing um, amazing comic timing, which is actually... Yeah. <laughs> Nick Fury the Joker in this one. In the wheelhouse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so, I mean, we'll get some of our best laughs out of him. Um, and, you know, based on watching the first episode of Secret Invasion, um, oh, I, I, you know, feel like they've maybe brought that back to where it belongs, to yeah. be honest. Oh, it's just Carol. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> Which is a great line. Oh, it's fine. It's Carol. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just Carol. <laughs> That was the one. No, that's I'll, fine. Call, I'll call it just Carol. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was aware, like, you know, going into it, I was like, oh, okay, let's see. Because, you know, Dion, you wear your heart on your sleeve sometimes when it comes to films in terms of, oh, am I going to be into this or not? And, you know, we talked about the whole superhero fatigue. Yeah. And so I, I'm never sure how you're going to react. But when you laughed as hard as you did at that, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I think the film has him. Yeah, yeah. No, like this was, this was kind of one of those lovely little things. Like I was going into this with a whole bunch of exhaustion. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to go see this. Yes, we're going to talk about it. I'll, I'm seeing it because I have to, not because I really oh. particularly wanted to. But I came out of it going, oh, that was actually really good. I would recommend that. That is a fine one. Like, you know, it's like, mm. is the Marvels good? Like, yes, take take yeah. people to see that one because it was fun. And that's what I kind of want out of a comic book movie these days. Like, I've, I'm, I've done my dark and gritty. Like, everyone can get exhaustion with dark and gritty, and the world is dark and fucking gritty enough at the moment. Yes. So when I go to see a comic book movie, can we just make it fun and happy? Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure, yeah. like, you know, they have their requisite thing. Why is villain doing bad thing that is bad for everyone? And, oh, morally complex in some sort of instance. But most <laughs> of the time, this was just filled with uh, fun. You know, three people thrust together who who don't really get on or are kind of forced into it, but actually work out that they work better as a team and they do all that experimentation and growth and learning and then they have a fun time. And by the end of it, you don't give a shit about the end of the movie. Like I didn't give a shit about the end of the movie and why it all happened. I was just like, yay, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. And also and you're kind of just waiting for the next really kick-ass action sequence yeah. where the choreography is going to kick in again and we're going to get some of that really... Yeah. And 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 seeing the growth of them as a team, yeah, yeah, was really training exciting. montage. Yeah, training montage, training montage with it, training which is montage, amazing. but also like you know really nice emotionally mature like talking moments where we yeah. like you know all <laughs> yes. like open about what's going on and yeah. you know accept our part in things and uh, like oh that's nice. Isn't it funny and how it takes three women to just be able to talk about their emotions in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and three three women directed by a female director as well. Yes. Um, yeah. Why wasn't this like Guardians of the Galaxy three, where it's just uh, Star Lord getting drunk and then having a whinge? Yeah. 
Actually, one thing I loved about it is that I actually thought it gave um, Captain Marvel a whole bunch more depth. Like in yeah. in the first film, she was you know finding out about her powers and you know that whole thing of her being told constantly, "Hold yourself back, don't you know let yourself go." In this one, there was a whole different range of emotions, and we've seen her in however many films now as being the fly-in, blow-shit-up um, yeah. powerhouse. I mean, yeah, there were there were reasons why she developed such a cold exterior, and it was mm. nice to see those walls come down in this film and her, like, emotionally connect with people and have, like, them break into that shell. I just don't know if it was as strong a message as it could have been. Because yeah. when they finally got to that lead that had been buried the entire time and we got the reveal, I just didn't feel enough emotional weight from it. Yeah, yeah. I can see what I you know mean. That she, like, really connected with what she was confessing when she got to a point. She was mm. hemmed into a corner and had to, you know, own up, and I just don't know that that really hit. And that, right, that is perhaps part of the fact that the film really does fucking barrel along. Like, but also it has two really good twists. It 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 does, but I, I just mean in the sense that there are some elements that perhaps didn't get to be teased out as much. Like yeah. throughout the first part of the film, you kind of get all these characters who refer to um, Carol in a particular way, and you don't necessarily see that affecting her as much as perhaps it should when you see what why they do that later yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, maybe maybe that is a part of the thing of it being quite fast. It's only 95 minutes, and how fucking amazing is that? Yeah, well, I like a short film, like a short review. It's good. Yeah, it didn't feel too short, and I don't think it could have been any longer. No. And didn't really add anything to the Marvel lore, but I didn't give a shit because the three <laughs> main characters were enough to continue my entertainment throughout that time. Yeah, yeah. You do have to admit, though, in, in, in the kind of comedy fun stakes, um, mm -hmm. I had a great time. I feel like there are some things that might go a step too far for some people um, ooh, in terms ooh, of like it what? might... Might, might not um, gel with everybody's sense of humour and enjoyment. And I, I feel like we, I, I feel like it hit in a way that we'll talk about in spoilers, like yeah. multiple nerd sweet spots outside of comics for some of us that yeah. may actually seriously annoy some of people. I, I agree, Peter, so but I would argue People are that... taking grievances with that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I would argue that I, I this, would was, understand. this was doing sci-fi that's not like high or hard or like serious gritty sci-fi. It was doing the cute nerdy shit that you see on Star Trek or <laughs> Stargate, like the weird wacky stuff. And I freaking love that. Because there, why wouldn't there be the something wacky. like that out there that was like completely unhinged? <laughs> And and there is enough of the dark, gritty sci-fi in there anyway. You've got your Cree and you've got your scroll yes. and you've you and that and I do love that that is now a thing that everybody kind of just understands that there's the Cree and then the scroll and they're at war and it's a big galactic thing. And but why is like, half of them uh, blue and half of them are not blue? 
That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. I love that um, both of you just shake your head like, don't do this, Dion. Yeah. <laughs> um, to, to quote from Star Trek and the Klingons, even we do not speak of it. <laughs> I can't just ask them why they're blue. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just so embarrassing. Do they consider Smurfs blue face? <laughs> no, knows? they're okay. just tiny Cree. Oh. <laughs> Okay. They're a, a hitherto unforeseen uh, mutation of the Cree. Right. So, <clears throat> well, there are Flurkins in Smurfs. Anyway, that's we're going so <laughs> off in a different direction, aren't we? Now, Gargamel is, in fact, a Flurkin. Uh, oh. oh. Yeah. Gargamel was the man. Ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were so many great comedy moments in this, um, and I think that was the, the real surprise for me was just how often the comedy hit. Yeah. You know, like whether the, mm. it be a piece of dialogue that you go, oh, fucking hell, that was great, or some, you know, some bits in those fights or the, the, <laughs> the body switching stuff really is used to its absolute nth degree, and I, I really dug that. I think it was, yeah, it was done very well, but also what I liked about it is that it, we're making it out to be like a comedy. It's not really a comedy, but what I did like about it is that everyone knew which lane their comedy timing was in, which mm -hmm. is why it worked. Like, you know, Carol Danvers is not the comedic foil of this movie no. and you know monica rambo is not the comedic foil she's a bit dry uh nick fury is having fun just being lighter than fucking anything else but you've got miss marvel and miss marvel's wonderful and her family is wonderful and everyone around them is wonderful uh and yeah I, you I need like the, the the characters are playing it straight are necessary to make that comedy work though like that's yeah it's the reason it works is because yeah. um, Carol plays it so straight and Monica is so dry. Um, yeah. yeah. And so also I, would, I would say it's kind of pitch perfect timing from all of them. Yeah. And I think the, um, the low stakes B plot uh, is where everybody can just like shine and all of the um, supportive characters can have their moments there. You don't have to worry about these two competing storylines happening. Yeah. Um, they're both very much just working in their their own ways and is delivering this, the comedy. Is this the first time that we really get to see Saber, or have we seen Saber before? Which is like no, Shield is the Earthborn one. Yeah, we saw Sword before. Sword, but, but not but Saber. But that was very quickly dismantled for yeah. a reason I completely forget. <laughs> because of plot <laughs> and budget. And now it's Saber. Yes. <laughs> Wait, yes. Sword. Sword was the group that was in WandaVision. Yeah, and they yep. were kind of dealing with threats other than what S.H.I.E.L.D. would have dealt with. So mm. they were kind of the almost NASA. I kind of got the feeling that they were they were like dealing with superhuman weird shit um, yep. as opposed to just straight superhuman weird shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then so Saber space one. is, yeah, spatial threats. Um, okay. Yeah, there are a couple of interesting characters in there that I, I kind of wanted to to um, pull out. There was a couple of characters that I was like, you're interesting. Why are you here? Mm. Um, there's a character called Dag, um, Abraham Papula. Uh, mm -hmm. There are a couple of um, Sabre scientists. And 
I kind of had this thing with them. Like I know that they were there to um, essentially set up a gag later on in the film um, with, with Goose, but the, there was so much comedy from the main characters, the characters that would normally be the comedy interludes weren't, (laughs) they were just kind of there. It was like, I'm happy that you got a job, but I don't know why you're here. Um, fine. It didn't really interfere with the story at all. And I don't think it it made you like want to look too closely at that character either. They were just background. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. look, you know, the a slight spoiler, which isn't really a spoiler, is having Tessa Thompson turn back up again for like half a minute. I was just kind of <laughs> like but also she didn't turn up in like costume. That was another kind of strange, weird oh, one. I was just she like, was in costume. She's in costume. She's As the, the king of Asgard. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but she's just wearing a pantsuit. Yeah. That's what the king that's, of Asgard that's wears. That's what she wears, man. I, but you know, like. You wanted her to be Valkyrie. I know. Well, it's quite, it's her name. <laughs> yeah. like, yes, but you wanted her in the full armor and everything. No, but I, mean, I didn't want her at all. Like when she turned up, I was kind of like, oh, that's cute, but like, oh, okay. She was here and now she's gone again. Okay, bye. Like, well, if was... Dion brought it up and it's not technically a spoiler, who else was getting strong romantic vibes between her and Kat? Oh, strong. <laughs> I want that story. That was not unintentional. No, there was, there was a handhold at the end that went on for a little while. There and was, I was like a like... little, like, right up in the face whisper kind of thing. I'm like, mm, 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 what happened here? Yeah, <laughs> that's I, in my head canon. That's where I sat. Um, and much like Kamala, I am writing so much fan fiction in my brain. <laughs> oh my god, I, I mean, want to talk about spoilers. I know, I know. Um, I, yes. I also want to shout out to the bad guys who do everything that they can. Yes, <laughs> look, I was so excited to see a giant sky beam again. <laughs> I actually heard you just go, Skybeam. Not, not yeah. one, but how many Skybeams? We had three, I, four? I know. Mom, yeah. I think Quiddy heard like basically me scream internally in there when the first one happened. And I was like, fuck's sake, like another giant Skybeam? Only just as you're saying that, I'm realizing how similar the the um, intergalactic tear things were to uh, Wanda's uh, dome. Yeah, um, but I guess they were supposed to be. If that's where Monica got her shit as well. Oh, yeah, that, but also there there is. Uh, it's interesting. Something I've realized um, th- through watching a lot of new rock stars, which I. If ever you're one of those, if you're if ever wanting to go into a particularly deep nerd dive into a particular Marvel thing, New Rockstars do some really fucking good videos. Yeah. And the color language and the design language of Marvel mm. um, is really specific and always done for a reason. The fact yeah. that <clears throat> the hexes of WandaVision, that they are mm. hexagonal things and then the the hexes of the um jump points yes is is not a you know accidental and then the use of the color purple um which 
is always associated with um, alternate universes. So in Spider-Man uh, Far From Nowhere Home, um, when that cracks through to another universe, you see mm. that it's all purple cracking. That visual language is is trying to tell you something about who's involved or why they're involved. And um, if they continue going with it, then we get the weird shit of, of, that purple is a colour that's very much associated with Kang. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. And How long before and, we get the Beyonder? Minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just to rewrite all of that, it's like, well, Kang's got to go away. How about we get someone else? The Beyonder. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. But all of that stuff is very deliberate. And so, yeah, the, the colours, shapes, designs, everything, I think, is very well thought out. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes it's just Sometimes. whatever the fuck Sometimes. they've got hanging should around we, as we a prop. Try and get now around to the... Up... Oh. Sorry, Sorry. Jerry, you go. No, 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 now you. you bring up Kang, I just want to say that I am so glad that this film had nothing riding on that storyline because, mm-hmm. in my opinion, that can just go in the bin now, please. I'm not interested. <sighs> yeah. it's. It really went with a whimper in Ant-Man 3 um, and now Loki Season 2. I'm just like... You know what? I could really do without it. Mm. I don't care about the next big. Yeah, no. yeah. I, it's. I was very much the same. No, no, no. Not just you. I was very much the same. The last episode of Loki, Loki season two, mm. had enough interesting stuff with that version of Kang that mm. I was like, okay, I'm I'm vaguely interested again. But everything up until then, fuck, did not give a shit. <laughs> Quantumania? No. Yeah. At the end of it, there's thousands of Kangs. Sorry, spoilers, everybody. But, you know, and I'm like, don't give a shit. Would that have made it a kangaroo court? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's rate it and go watch a clip. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Uh, I'm going to throw Peter under the bus. Peter, what did you give it? I'm... Look, I'm... (laughs) I'm, I just had a lot of fun and the only real issues that I had with it were um, you just can't think too hard about. <laughs> Peter left her butt-wise at home. <laughs> well, wow, particularly, particularly at, the, at the very end, like the big final thing that has to happen that oh, yeah, you know, is a spoiler. It's kind of like why. it's a massive but why. It's like a <laughs> it's like a but why and like a but how and like it, yeah. like just like seriously don't think too hard about it. Um <laughs> usually that probably would really annoy me in like a filmmaking and storytelling sense. Yeah. But I was having a lot of fun. So yeah. uh, I got to give it a 92. 92. Wow. Nice. Okay. Just fun. Uh, sometimes I just want to see a film and have fun. Yeah. And yeah. this, like, 100% achieves that. Yeah. No arguments from me at all. Um, I very much the same as you, Pete. Um, I, I went in, had a fun time. I laughed. I fucking love some of the choreography. I thought it was really creative. I loved the fact that, you know, the characters would switch and and I love seeing them learn and I love the, the depth of their friendship and relationship and 
even though there are a couple of times in the middle where I'm like, wow, we're, we're really flying through this. I feel like we've maybe compressed the storyline a little too much. And I was like, no, actually, no, we didn't need any of that extra fluff. This was a fun, great action-y romp. Um, so for me, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a 91. I I'm going to be a little bit more discerning. Yes, I did have an amazing time and I laughed so much and it really just brought back the joy for Marvel films for me, especially after some of the dismal uh, entries we've had this year. I was like coming in with low expectations because I thought, oh God, it's getting bad reviews already, but I really think people are just setting themselves up for disappointment. So I'm just I'm not going to get my hopes up too high. I had so much fun, but I really just felt like there was some emotional stakes that could have been a little bit higher, paid off a little bit more. Um, I just really didn't feel like um, Darben was very scary or threatening. I'm like, mm, for a villain, she seems like a bit of a cakewalk. And then <laughs> when they kind of reveal at the end, oh, all those planets are going to be completely fine. We didn't have to do anything to fix it. I'm like, well, who fucking cared then? Why was this such a big deal? Right, so, I thought they did have to fix it. No. Anyway. No, they just said, oh, the those other planets are going to be fine. So I'm like, all right, sweet. Well, psh, why did we bother chasing her around the galaxy? So I'm going to give it an 89. I still had a really good time, but just, yeah, it's, some other things bother me. Dion, uh, and thank you for people for dropping things in the chat. Um, Karina's yeah. gone in with a sixty, and I'm like, oof. Oh, oof. Uh, look, I had like I had a lot of fun with it, like more than I thought I would. I give it an eighty-five because I highly recommend it. But also, yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't do anything, but it's a lot of fun. So also, I do. I also agree that you should. Like you're not. You're gonna have a much better time if you've watched the TV show. So it loses a few marks for actually having to go in and do a lot of homework in order to get everything around it. Because I mean, as much as you can try and get the like, you know, Kamala and the family in there, unless you saw the TV show, you wouldn't actually really understand her as a character. Uh, and especially, it's it's better to have her fangirling over Captain Marvel in that TV show, separate to the side. Uh, but I still think, and I'll wait for spoilers, that they they did a trick in the TV show that they should have done in this movie, but we will get there in the spoilers. <laughs> okay. and, I, and I did like it. It got a couple of extra marks for uh, the two plot twists that I actually kind of went, bravo! You know, they're both musical-based, but bravo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, shall we... Time for a clip. Yeah, Time for I think cliff. we've got, we'll got go. our ratings from everybody in the chat. We'll I know the... that there's a bunch of people who, like, I know at least a couple of people like, I think maybe I'm going to go watch this film tomorrow now. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, go and watch the film. Like that That's my takeaway from this this first half of the show. Hmm. Go and watch the film. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Don't I also like buy the, into the for negativity. Every, for anyone else who's not in the, like who wasn't part of the, the live stream, there is a chat thread going on at the moment about the stunt casting for Dr. Doom. I don't even know how we got there, but we're in there right now. So while, <laughs> while we're watching the clip, I'm just going to engage with that a bit more. So we'll go to the clip. <laughs> Annihilator. I don't like that name. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Oh, wait, sorry, I've come back right now. Oh, yeah, that's okay. No, 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 we have it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, we, we got, we got, we, we went down a rabbit hole uh, too far. Uh, we got excited talking amongst ourselves. And we're going to put yeah. the spoiler logos up now. So, uh, big you, spoilers. Okay. Big spoilers. Yeah. Fair, if fair you want to go and see this movie and you haven't watched it yet, big yeah. spoilers. We're going to yeah. fuck this up for you. So you Is the spoilers the musical bit? You know what? Like it's like some of them, uh, it's just fun to experience. So like, yes. sure. come, like switch off and come back later if you're yeah. going to go see the movie. Yeah. 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 And if you're doing. somebody who's very, very passionate about the, the post-credit stuff and everything like that, Sure as fuck, go. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've also got to say, at least this one this time was an actual worthwhile post-credit scene yeah. as mm-hmm. opposed to well, all the other ones. Mid-credit mid oh. scene, anyway. Mid, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, you know, the secondary sideline, which says that maybe there's another movie coming out with something else in it that's fine. You know, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, so fair, fair yeah. warning. Okay, who wants to go first? Who wants to claim one? Claim one of these spoilers for for yourself. Peter, I feel like you've got a big one that you like. <laughs> the one that was made for you. The, the, the musical sequence? Yeah. Can we talk about the musical yeah. Which the one? Musical. Yes, we can. <laughs> which one do you consider the, the musical one. sequence? The first musical one. sequence, obviously. You mean- like the one where the cast was actually singing and dancing, <laughs> that one? Yeah. Yeah, one yeah. where you get to see three very different reactions to being in a world <laughs> where you can only communicate by singing and Kamala is just gorgeous yes. uh, with her <laughs> joining in of the joy very quickly. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I just love the one. It's like, is everybody else tired? I'm tired now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're still what what like listening or watching, and you haven't watched the film, and you have chosen to come into spoilers with us uh, for yeah. context, um, we do visit uh, a world where um, the only language is singing, um, and like literally just have all the musical sequence. Yeah. It's so great. Not only that, but Carol's outfit magically, and I mean Literally, magically, magically with sparkles, changes into a princess dress themed as the Captain Marvel outfit, and I cannot wait for the cosplay. While she immediately starts dancing in a royal ball and everyone yeah. watches Princess around Princess Captain Marvel. But the, great, but the greatest thing about that is Kamala is watching it going, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life, and Monica yeah. Rambeau is standing there going, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yep. Yeah, but that line of like, how many fanfics are you writing right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see her. You can see it in her head. She's just like, yeah. oh. Oh dear! Uh, welcome, Predakanga. You've come in at the uh, spoiler time. Uh, have yeah. you seen yeah, we... Marvels? Have you yep. seen the film? Yeah, Are you yeah, like? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we, we the one that we just did wasn't a bad one. That was just no, a, a fun one. Really fun. No, that yeah. that one's fun. And to be honest, if you'd watched the trailers, you may actually have gotten a bit of an idea that there was a musical <laughs> number in there. I just remember watching the trailers and thinking, oh, okay, they're going to do a Bollywood reference. Yeah, I thought there was a Bollywood number because of, like, you know. Kamala the, and. Yeah, the Pakistani heritage. Maybe there's going to be some, like, cool vibes. but I, I thought yeah. maybe we might get something around that and maybe even an appearance from Kingo, you know, that character from, from The Eternals, that film that <laughs> yeah. nobody cares about. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would have just, like, Enter the Spider-Verse. Uh, that Spider-Man oh. would have been amazing just to turn up. Oh, yeah. 
for a Bollywood pa- Pavil part. Parker or no? Yeah, yeah. the Indian yeah. Spider Man. He was yeah. cool. He was, yeah, yes. like I mean, yeah. that was actually, and this is one of those things. You're, you're actually. I was sitting in that watching this Marvel movie, going, "Okay, they're doing all these things. They've worked out what they've got to do. They've got to go to it. They go to this planet, and I'm like, fine, this is, this is great. This is weird. But when it turned out to be a musical planet, and like, I was like, well done for actually doing mm-hmm. something that's totally out of left field and not what you're expecting yes. at all. This has been like an action buddy movie for the whole mm-hmm. time, and now you just, you're just hard leaning into musical. <laughs> And I just kind of go. Why wouldn't there be a planet that is musical? And I love, like, I love, that and that's the point where I'm like, some people are going to hate this. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but you see, like, this is kind of. The, I love that there was no mention of it anywhere in the advertising. It's kind of just gone through yep. as a quiet kind of part because they could have quite easily put in Carol's ball dress in the trailer, and people would have been like, "What's that?" You mm. know. In now, this one, unfortunately, like... there is a secondary trailer that does show that off, and I feel like that's something they probably should have kept secret because it's such a a pure moment to just experience that for the first time in the movie. And I think <laughs> the, the fact that it, it is almost done with, like, Sailor Moon style. Yeah. Um, just, like, sparkles. Yeah, it is, it is magical girl transformation mm. shit. And I was like, fucking yeah. hell, wow, you are leaning in on this. And I think, like, the Miss Marvel's pure joy at all of these things related to hanging out with Captain Marvel is very infectious as a viewer because you just yeah. go along with it. And then, you know, that helps to break through any cringe factor that I had watching this whole thing. <laughs> I was like, but she's enjoying it. Like, it's all weird, but I really just love how much she loves having this, like, being in this kind of place. Um, And that's what you want. You want some characters to absolutely love and want to be a superhero because that's fun. Yeah, she's the one that you can insert yourself into to say, Mm. if I was part of this, like, I'd be having the best time. Yeah, and I mean, (laughs) isn't it just nice to have a character that doesn't have a tragic backstory, which is why Mm. they got to that point? Like, every other Marvel superhero seems to have a tragic backstory. This is just someone who's like, holy shit, I got superpowers. Holy shit, this is the best thing ever. Why isn't Mm. everyone happy about this? Yeah, and I'm going to be best friends. Yeah, yeah, I come from a loving family. Twinsies! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's just fun. Yeah. And talk about Cats. <laughs> okay. So music, <laughs> musical sequence number two. Yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah, the resurgence was actually quite good. And I know that Predakanga just came in recently and he cre- he's, he's visibly said, oh, I hated that, you know, the face palmed when Cats started playing. And I sat there and I went, oh, no, it's, oh, this is this is actually like, part you of. son of a gun. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I didn't quite enjoy it up until the point where I heard the voiceover, yeah, which was the just. The voiceover the PA. Let the, yeah. <laughs> let the flurkins eat you. Don't run. Stop running. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I laughed at that. Jesus and also using Christ. the phrase hurting cats, which I've used it many yes. times in yep. my professional life about that sort of thing <laughs> and have it replicated on screen. I was like, they get us. But they then, do. like like a lot of these jokes, they kind of manage to like get the comic timing and then like push it to the max with the anti-gravity. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when they push like, that just out when you into think space, they can't like, push that joke any further, they're like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Cats in space. <laughs> And oh, yeah, like oh, God. it's, it's so such good. a good sequence. And at that point, like you've 
you've had the idea you're like okay <laughs> oh there's all all these eggs around the thing and if you've seen the trailer you know there's a whole bunch of cats in it so yeah like you're probably going oh it's a whole bunch of flurkins that's no huge shock but then how they use them is just genius and you're like fucking yeah. hell yeah. And I mean, establishing it a bit earlier, where like it's of like in the first one, it's just like, oh my god, they eat that like eat people. <laughs> They're like a moopsie. Yeah, another reference. Um, but yeah, like that one, it was like, oh my god, they're terrible. But realizing that they kind of have a, I don't know pan-dimensional storage stomach that they can put things in and then regurgitate them back out again. It's like, okay, I understand that. Um, I want just one little scene of what somebody recalling their experience of what it's like to be in that little pocket dimension. Yeah, I, think that, <laughs> I want to know could, what it's like. That would be a great thing for if they ever did um, like She-Hulk season two or something like that, <laughs> somebody who is seeing their therapist yeah, and, and just talking <laughs> through the experience of so... I still have dreams of being inside the Flurkin. <laughs> yeah. you, could, you could easily tie this into the Star Wars universe and that it's actually like a Sarlacc. You actually slowly digest it over a thousand years. But if you're only in there for a few days, it's fine. Yeah. You just come out for a bit going, oh, that wasn't a good experience. Yeah, I have seen shit that I can't on the sea. Yeah. <laughs> I also I, love that she, she stole the, the Khan family lounge chair for her nest. Like- yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just why not? Yeah. And uh, just like cats. the, just like a cat. Yes, yeah. And I thought for a little while, like, oh, they're really hammering home this whole flick and eating everything kind of idea and everything. But then it paid off in that sequence. Yeah. Like, because and, I and- think collectively everybody had the idea of wait. What if we got them to eat all the people we could save everyone right now? <laughs> and I did love the sequence with uh, Kamala holding one and just kind of firing it at <laughs> random people and just saying, no, 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 don't run, don't run. <laughs> don't run. <laughs> yes. And so it was, although, like, it, it still, still got me to the end. I was like, wait, they evacuated that space station, did it crash? And then the end was like, no, it's all fine. <laughs> I was like, we didn't really need to evacuate, did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then it was a fun scene. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. if it did crash? Then they'd be sorry. Yeah. 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 Yes. But why? Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay, so they they were the spoilery bits that were in the actual movie. Are we going to mention mm-hmm. the other spoilery bit? Oh, we will. Or but I do also do you want to get to that. Or talk- you got something else? So one of the things that that I, I did want to talk about just before that is is what why the villain is doing what the villain's doing. Um, yes, I you mean, thought you mean the in-universe was, reasoning, or yeah, yeah. Um, I I gotta say, people have said for a long time that Marvel has a villain problem, and mm. this is one of those films where the villain isn't particularly strong. Like she's as as you said, she wasn't a massive sort of strong presence or whatever, but the explanation for why she was doing what she was doing. Um, it's like, oh, okay, right. We're making some comments about climate change here. We're we're trying to show some stuff, and I appreciated that. But at the same time, it felt very strange as a choice for for you know. Yes, maybe if they'd explained that the supreme intelligence that was running the Kree Empire, and because they'd actually offloaded all of their decision making to a giant AI, 
that when they'd done that, the danger was that everything stopped working and no one knew how to do anything anymore. Uh, that could have potentially made it a little bit easier to understand rather than just yeah. it seemed very immediate. Yeah. That- but also if they can relocate scrolls to other planets uh, without any impact on those planets like they have been doing, why couldn't they just relocate the Kree off of Hala? Maybe the Kree didn't want to leave their home. Yeah. I mean, mm. I feel like we're getting into a very current political issue here. Yeah. I think, yeah, maybe it's. Yeah. See, Darben was fine because she's just a Hullaback girl. She <laughs> just wants to <laughs> get it. Back. Yeah. Oh, we do. We do. We, we do. We just don't like <laughs> This shit is bananas. Yeah. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Uh, I've done my joke, Look, so now I can I have to it. admit by that stage I was kind of like, yeah. Hmm. Am I forgetting plot from other things? Oh, well, I'm having fun. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. makes enough sense for me. Exactly. Uh, it hasn't yeah. pissed me off. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> that was basically sure. my attitude yeah. To, yeah. to those issues. It's yeah, been and... like loose, weak villainry, but mm. I'm like, eh, fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and that whole thing of like, why are they attacking Earth or what are they going to take from Earth? I don't know. <laughs> the Some... Oh, the sun, that's right. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, um, the sun got restarted. That... It's fine. Yeah, I yeah. also kind of liked, like, it could have been explored a little bit more, the fact that, you know, Carol just kind of like, yeah, fuck you, the Kree, and then just left and was like, oh, God, I've oh. I've potentially done something very bad. Uh, I actually really love that idea. Because just going to ignore the, that. Yeah. But that but, was kind of like, she is such a brash character that that was mm-hmm. her whole personality was like, fuck the consequences. Yeah, yeah. And I love that that was a learning thing for her to go, mm. oh, actually, I'm, and and that yeah. whole thing of everybody calling her the Annihilator and her going, I fucking hate, I don't like that name. It's like, well, mm. I mean. Yeah, you have to own it, bitch. Yeah, it, you, you actually fucked up pretty is badly. It, is it higher, and, further, faster is what they keep saying? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, it's just the deeds, not words for the Marvel generation. <laughs> Which is a joke you can get now, Quiddy, because you yes, have seen Megaforce and Peter and Jill. Megaforce. One day I'm going to inflict, I mean, get you to watch Megaforce. <laughs> it, <laughs> so it's you'll understand thing. that you too. Have to watch it. Yes. Um, I, I want to just, Karina um, in the chat has brought up a couple of things saying that uh, the the resolution between um, Monica and Carol felt a little rushed. I agree. Yeah. 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 I feel like her whole confession of, hey, I fucked up and now I need help to fix this, but I didn't want to admit that I needed help, but I'm doing it now because I've grown as a person was just really not earned. And it I didn't think, feel yeah, real they, enough. They it earned be, it through it, skipping. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I think yes, I they needed a, a thing that, that said, you know, that basically Monica didn't leave, let her off the hook quite so easily and yeah. say, Okay, you fucked up, but also you disappeared out of my life mm-hmm. and I'm not going to forgive you yet because yeah. my mum died and you weren't fucking there. And yeah. there's a flashback in there to them going, oh, this is why she did come back or something like that. But, yeah, it, it that didn't feel as earned 
as it should have done. And I do yeah. think out of all three characters, I think Monica's story is the one that probably got underdone. Mm. Especially considering the ending of the film where it was kind of, you know, what, what would you call it? And maybe no, that's why it has it to be done, done from the inside. But why? Oh, God, I saw that coming from a mile away. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh she's going to go in there and she's not going to come back. We know uh, this is going to gonna happen. The noble, no, noble sacrifice. I do have to see in that uh, confession scene from Carol where she's like, I need help. I did like that Kamala asserted herself and said, no, I'm getting myself out of this situation because it's not safe. I'm not just going to go along with what the adults are doing because I admire and respect them. I'm going to take control of the situation. And I don't know that that got enough acknowledgement either. Because mm. she just kind of apologised afterwards, but I'm not really sure that, you know, she got the the credit for asserting herself like that. Yeah. 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 Um, and Karina also says that she thinks that the Kamala family were in comedic relief and you could have removed them and it wouldn't have mattered to the film. I disagree. I love them. Yeah, I think their comedy moments were probably like, and especially with Nick, were like the funniest moments of the film. But yeah. also, they're the thing that tie Kamala to, like that yes. you know, they're her her emotional core. So she can go off and have magical adventures in La La Land, but her emotional core is the fact that her parents, you know, are there and they're a really strong, beautiful relationship. And I'm I'm like, eh, I wouldn't want to lose them. I think they're yeah. they're they're wonderful. There was a point. Uh, we're talking about the um, the uh, cracks uh, in the space and everything like that. There was a point where I thought the thing, things were going in a different direction, um, where uh, Fury and the Khans jump in the spaceship and then it flies towards the crack mm -hmm. and then it bounces off it. It was getting sucked into it and then yeah. I, I thought it ricocheted off something else that was getting sucked in. I thought for a brief moment that it had actually been sucked through and spat out the other side. Oh. So when they landed on um, in New York or whatever, I was like, is this going to be an alternate universe? But then that went in a different direction. But, yeah, that was one of those moments I was like, huh, okay, weird. Not sure. I, I would that. like to talk about another spoiler. Go right ahead. Go the one I'm probably the because this has been coming for so long now, but the Young Avengers are finally happening. Yes. Yeah, all right. That wasn't where uh, I thought you were going to go there, but okay. I'm, no, no, no. I'll we, allow we, it. Save the best to last. Is it, is it the flexing best? her Nick Fury muscles <laughs> and trying to recruit the Young Avengers was like the best thing I could have hoped for. I also love that she asked. Character, like, she, just, she she asked for it, but just said please. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to join up with my team, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, okay. And I, I am 110% on board for Kamala being the new Nick Fury to a, a yeah. generation of of uh, All of Avengers. the new Iron Man, actually. Because she's kind of yeah. doing the Tony Stark thing of like, hey, we need a Hulk. Yeah. We yeah. did a bit of... Uh, the Hulk, if anybody watched it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> you mean yeah. the one where he looked oddly like Edward Norton? You mean <laughs> you mean Sakaar? The, oh, the son oh God, of you... the Hulk. Yes. That was She-Hulk, wasn't it? That yeah. Was he turned up in that. Yeah. 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 He could have his I mean, own thing. 
the the thing is there have been a lot of young avengers introduced already like yes throughout the series and throughout like um all the stuff there's there's a lot of them ready to roll Mm-hmm. Sure. It's just seeing which ones are going to happen. More meat for the military industrial complex grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it was it was nice though. It was it was a nice way of having it rather than the like I'm putting a team together rah, 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 rah. like you know it's full of dudes and one chick because we have to. <laughs> That's how the first Avengers felt, and now this one is just more like yeah. oh fun. You know, I want to see fun stuff. Uh, yeah, should we get to like we're running out of time i think but i'm just gonna yes. say should we get How to the, the actual real spoiler, spoiler the biggest spoiler which you should only know if you've got okay like like extra special super powerful no fucking around spoiler alert I mean, people this is post Twitter, credits or mid credit sequence spoiler um so if you really really want a surprise now is the time to stop listening what's the surprise quinny yes exactly it wasn't in this fucking thing i know they put the sting in miss marvel tv show and they didn't put the sting in the end of this film and that stung wait oh ow yeah (laughs) yeah yeah well they Um, they had a prime fucking opportunity they had the x there they had mr beast oh no wait that's a youtuber (laughs) Kelsey, Kelsey Beaster. Uh, Kelsey Beaster. <laughs> Not Nicholas Holt, Holt Beaster. Um, no, to be honest, I'm fucking the glad that it's Kelsey. X-Men. These are the grown-up X-Men. The old, the old X-Men. Yeah. Mm, so th- does this mean that we get Patrick Stewart back again now in his 90s? <laughs> no, you Possibly. just get an AI model of Patrick Stewart. Mm, <laughs> yes. Oh, what was the other guy? Um, oh, fuck. The other actor, Scottish... McAvoy. 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 There you go. Will someone yeah. pay McAvoy to shave his head and he becomes the new one? He I, I, did shave his head. Did you yeah. not watch the 70s yeah. one? Yeah, I know, the but Days again. Days of Future Past? Again. Oh, again. Mm. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I, I just I will always remember that. I think it's the, is it the first Deadpool film where he's like, is it Patrick Stewart or McAvoy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Uh, so uh, shall I give people the explanation that I looked up and gave to you guys after we watched that movie and we were a little bit confused about who Shana Lynch's character was. So she was named as binary in the end credit sequence and there was a lot of talk about possibly seeing Rogue because of Rogue's connection to Captain Marvel in the comic books. Mm. So I looked up who binary was because I wasn't familiar. Turns out binary is actually a new, it's Carol Danvers's uh x-men name so she joined the x-men and through like circumstance with losing her powers to rogue and then regaining them and having some weird kind of doppelganger clone version of herself in the team called binary Sorry, i've never heard anything more x-men in my life yeah right? she's an energy <laughs> she got her dupl- powers, then she lost her powers and there's the doppelganger she's an energy yes. energy duplicate yes. yes. yeah she became binary in the x-men now, here's my theory on why they've used Lashana Lynch, because in Multiverse of Madness, we saw her as Captain Marvel in oh. that multiverse or from wherever she was from. Um, and we did have Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier. So I'm thinking, well, maybe there was this in this multiverse mm. where uh, Maria was Captain Marvel. She went through this whole thing and now is binary with the X-Men. 
I kind mm. of feel I kind of feel like only mildly annoyed about all of those things when it crosses into other universes because if you're in space, I would have just absolutely been very happy if they had been picked her up in space because she was caught by the star jammers. Like oh fucking wow. That would have just been <laughs> because that would have just ticked some great boxes for nerds because A it's a whole bunch of people that people don't give a shit about, but it's so tightly wrapped into the Marvel X-Men, X-Men. world that the fans would have been like, holy shit, it's the Star Jammers. Um, <laughs> and that could have opened up a whole bunch of other things. I know. Sorry, we've lost Peter. She's gone. She went yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> it's like, star what now? Jam who? <laughs> <laughs> but yes. anyway, now we have X-Men officially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I can't wait to see more X-Men in Deadpool 3. Still yes. alternate reality, though. Yeah, I know, but it's still in a Marvel film, not a Fox yeah, film. True. But mm. it was in the, um, oh, it was, no, because it was in, now I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, they they said that Kamala is a mutant, not a yeah. inhuman in yeah. the TV right. show. So, so they so have we said we do have. a mutant in yeah. the, yeah. But we also had the X-Men in multiverse of madness in an alternate universe yes yes and in a different alternate universe in yes now yeah. marvels yeah. okay caught up yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many alternate universes and i have a feeling a lot of people are saying that that's where deadpool 3 is going is is kind of a, a very multiversal kind of thing of which I'm guessing will probably bring more of the X-Men. And Peter, if you're universe. interested in crossovers, I have a whole bunch of issues of comics that you could read <laughs> where one just leads into having to buy others. So yeah. <laughs> that will, it's, I think it's called the multi-marketing level of madness. The MLM of Marvel. Yes. <laughs> multi-level Marvel. Yes. yes. <laughs> multi-level marveling. <laughs> works so well i mean like as someone like I, I i tried as best i could to like not be spoiled about stuff but i did see someone mention about rogue showing up well, in the yeah, end and i, I was just actually kind of i read it quickly and i was like fuck damn and i was like actually that would make a lot of sense mm-hmm. because uh jill pete i don't know do you know about there's a thing between rogue from the x-men and carol did Danvers? you just completely tune out when i explained who binary was <laughs> kind of <laughs> Because said that I knew what happened with Rogue taking Captain Marvel's powers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. So in case you're listening, Dion, Rogue it... took Captain Marvel's powers in the comics. <laughs> and then but... when she got them back, she became binary in the X-Men. Yes, but it was like this really great zombification bit. That I wanted to mention, so it could have tied sorry. into the zombie yeah, go ones. Ahead. <laughs> it's all right. It was zombies. Yeah, yeah. There was a whole. There was a, there was a whole thing when they went through the gateway, like when Rogue went through the gateway portal, and it actually split off the two separate identities. But Miss Marvel was dying, and yeah, that's why there's a doppelganger and the doppelganger yes. is binary. Kind of. Mm. That wasn't the gateway one though. That, oh, that was. The I love it because I can see Peter just getting more and more sideways. <laughs> Sure. I'm also reading the anyway. chat. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But what are we doing next week? Oh, well. We're doing actually, the Hungry we, Hungry Games. We we are doing the Hungry Hungry Hippo the Games. The Starving Games. But, That's right. So. But we do have a bit of a change to the schedule. Um, mm. So because we have That's got true. something on on the Tuesday, 
Um, Hunger Games is going to be moving to the Wednesday. Um, but the exciting thing is that on the Tuesday, we are going to be uh, going to the IMAX here in Sydney and watching Gojira minus one. Yay. It's minus zero. Is it minus zero? Yeah, isn't it? Or is it minus one? I thought it was minus one. Shit. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just thought I remember seeing a big O on the poster. Uh, yeah, no, it's Godzilla minus one. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I the poster like, design had a big wrong? circle on it, though. I think it's the tail of Godzilla. Mm. It's, no, it's the G. It's oh. the G of Godzilla. Oh. All right, but I'll do, shut up. But do <laughs> they, like, I mean, do they just go backwards now? We're seeing minus anyway, two, we're going to want to watch three. Godzilla next yeah. week. <laughs> yes. But yes, we have something special for you guys. We do. If we, if you want to win a double pass to go, like a double in-season pass to go see Godzilla minus one, um, you you have to get in touch with us, and we want you to. Now, we talked a little bit about this as to what we want you to do. <laughs> Um, Apparently, my right my idea of having everyone uh, write a musical about Godzilla <laughs> and submitting it in a TikTok wasn't approved <laughs> for some reason. Um, the other option was uh, put your your Canva or Photoshop skills to uh, the test and insert Godzilla into your favorite film. But um, I think we probably uh, we need to make it a little bit more accessible. <laughs> um, yeah. so that people can can do it, you know, just by using your phone and writing an email or something. Um, so I do we want to go with favorite kaiju? Favorite kaiju? Sure. Yeah. Or would, which which one do you want? To, which giant monster do you want to see Godzilla fight? Yeah. yeah sure. Okay. Doesn't have to be from Godzilla. No, yeah. no, any giant any... monster. Yeah. It... Personally, I would like to see Godzilla to go head to head with one of the Avas. Um. I yeah. want to see who Ava, would win. Like I'm Ava sure Brown? No, Ava Green. I want to see Godzilla versus Ava Green. I'd pay to see that too. <laughs> I want the honey I blew up the kids, Ray, and just make Eva Green gigantic. You can take it. I wish you could take it. I leave the stream yet. <laughs> so, yes, um, we want you to uh, send a, send an email to us, info at the periodic table of awesome.com. Um, just put Godzilla minus one as the uh, the header, and tell us your what you what giant thing you want to see Godzilla fight. Yes, and um, thank you sure. to Sugoiko for giving us the tickets to give away. Yes, yes, Sugoiko, yes. very exciting. Um, and and big shout out to Sly uh, as well, um, who is is a wonderful human being, and we love him a great deal. Yeah, um, and no, no, not Gojira the metal band, Godzilla the the giant. <laughs> but not the Gareth Davis one. This is uh, also, yeah, just to be specific, Godzilla Minus One is the Japanese version from Toho. Um, this is not a part of the continuing Godzilla monarch Kong slash monarch thing, thing which is coming yeah. later. Which we'll also be talking about later this month. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and Karina is now talking about how wonderful the IMAX is here in Sydney, and I'm looking forward to seeing a giant fucking monster movie in it. Yeah. Sure. I really hope that Godzilla awesome. breaks through the screen. Cool. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'm totally for that. I mean, it would be a shame given how long they've taken to open a <laughs> cinema. Uh, but, you know. Yeah, what but I, really I mean... Want. I mean, do we really need another boutique hotel, like, stuck between two freeway overpasses? <laughs> 
yeah, but what I really want is Godzilla to come like swooping up into Darling Harbour and then just grab a couple of huge pieces of toast and put them into the top <laughs> of the giant toaster um, that yeah, is the new IMAX. Toaster. Definitely yeah. a new toaster. Very new toaster, very curvy. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I think that's what we need to do. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'd say we're going to go raid somebody, but there is nobody to raid. That's okay. We can just do that and come back next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, everyone. Wednesday. Next Remember Wednesday. That for the Hunger Games. So get your hungry, hungry hippos on. <laughs> um, yes. And, and just uh, to clarify, as Adski says, a 12-hour round trip to Sydney isn't going to be out of the question. Um, these are in-season passes. So if you do send in um, things, they are in-season to anywhere that the film is screening. So it's not like you, could, you have to come to IMAX or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll send them to you. Yeah, yeah. They, mm -hmm. will, they will appear in your inbox. Okay. Thanks, oh. everyone. Thanks for joining Bye. us. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome.